What's up, everyone? Welcome to a bonus podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Steve. Uh, we have a bunch of community members here. We took a break from these. We're back to do these uh, with the uh, recent announcement of Gen 9, Pokemon Scarlet, and Pokemon Violet. Today, we are going to be talking about that. And you guys will hear from the community people again. Community people, the community folks. I think I have given my thoughts on Gen 9, so we'll have people raise their hand, they'll come up, I'll cut all that stuff out, so the 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 shyness of people raising their hands to come up to talk, we'll cut all that out. <laughs> so then I'll be like, wow, these people are so succinct, they're, they're, they're on the same page, so how, how are these shows so fluid and fresh and great? How does it sound? It's the magic of editing. That's how this, that's how this all happens. And here we are. Here we are. Hello. Hi, I'm TJ Anderson. Um, TJ Son of Ander, in-game name or social media. I'm really excited about Gen 9, but I've got to be honest, I've only played Pokemon games that have come out in like the last three or four years. So I'm relatively new to the franchise. Oh, wait, uh, that's that's exciting in itself. Wait, how, where did you start? Uh, Sun and Moon, I X and Y? Um, I started in Pokemon Go. And then the first game I picked up was Let's Go Pikachu. And then uh, Sword and Shield. Oh. So you're not a jaded Pokemon fan yet? No, not at all. Um, I absolutely <laughs> love Sword and Shield, everything about it. Um, all of the stuff that, you know, some of my friends think was iterative or uh, reductive about, you know, the game changes or things that people left out, you know, from previous generations, I know nothing about. So, uh, yeah, I just unadulterated love for sword and shield and i'm really loving arceus snap was a blast um and now this is the first time that i've actually seen a trailer before the games come out so uh, okay okay so then i have to ask out of the three starters which one did you gravitate towards i mean this is my first time going through the experience and i have to say like i really like that the spicy pepper but I'm partial to peppers. <laughs> I'm partial to spicy. I don't know if the character evolution is really going to like, if that theme is going to evolve with it. And as part of that, I'm really, I don't know. I'm, I'm hedging my bets because I really love the duck and I love that toupee and it's just so much fun. So I'm honestly going to have to wait and see like what more information we get before it comes out. But I mean, I normally choose grass type, but I've only played a few games. So, yeah, <laughs> there's something to love about all of them. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I think they're I think they turned out pretty great, at least for first impressions. I will. I do want to ask uh, any thoughts on the region. I feel like longtime Pokemon fans always always want to know where the next Pokemon game is going to take place. Australia, Africa, Brazil. Uh, what were your thoughts on where this is going to take place? I've never been to Spain, but Spanish is my second second language, so um, I love the setting. I It's really fun for me, because going back and playing Arceus, I didn't know anything about Sinnoh. I didn't know anything about Hasui or what they changed, and so as you guys are talking on the podcast about this character is a reflection of this other character, I have to go back and dig and do the research to figure out what that's all about. So I'm un uncovering layers of Arceus and other regions as I go back and play these other games. It's really interesting. This is the 
I'm I'm excited for this region, but I know so little about the other ones. Got it, got it. Well, cool. Thanks for coming up. Thanks for talking. Uh, I want to try to get at least everyone to say at least one thing, but if you have more thoughts or we have time at the end, we can get you back up. But thank you, TJ. Awesome. Thank you. See how easy that was? And see then if you guys do all the talking, then I have to do very little talking. It makes <laughs> If anyone wants to come up next. <laughs> oh, okay, we got Cappy. Let's see if this works. Hey, can you hear me? I can, I can. Awesome, awesome. All right, so I'm Cappy. Uh, my pronouns are he, they. And as far as this new Scarlet and Violet game goes, I'm excited for it. I always get excited for new generations. I tend to go into new generations only picking like the Pokemon that just came out, including regional forms. So like my first playthroughs are typically like only Pokemon that are from Gen 9. That'll be what I do typically. And uh, if you remember my <laughs> my regional form prediction or idea last time I was on, you won't be surprised that Sprigatito is my, my go-to because I went for a Meowth regional form when we were talking about that last time. Um, so definitely all about Grass Cat. Probably going to name it Catnip because I saw <laughs> that. I thought it was just perfect for, for Grass Cat. Uh, my only real contribution on like speculation or stuff like that, and I've seen this mirrored online, but I definitely thought of it before I saw it. Uh, <laughs> TM, TM, TM. Is that um, that area, I think you, you either mentioned it on the podcast or you mentioned it on your um, initial reaction to the trailer. I can't remember which. About that area that has all the uh, the Pokemon type symbols around mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And my theory, along with what I've, what I've seen a few other people on Twitter say, is that um, that area could be like in like the starting town or like the big city, like whatever it is, like the, the critique, I guess, of you know this region. And I think that when you get to like a certain mile marker, you might unlock like a gym challenge there. So it won't be like like different gyms across the region because the, the different type symbols makes me think that that would be a good arena for like all the types. And so that, that's how they make it. That's how they could make it open world, at least, you know, speculate, speculatively come back there for your gym battles after you reach like maybe a certain level with your Pokemon or something. I don't know exactly how they would do it. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily what they're going to do, but. Yeah, I think that was like slightly mentioned on the podcast where okay. and, and we like we like mentioned it and like didn't even talk about it. But just uh, like I think gotcha. I said, like, uh, oh, the center arena could be where the gym battles are because all 18 oh, types are there. Yeah, I do kind of remember um, one of you guys bringing that up. That I think and, about then I was, and then I was like, oh, we should expand on that one. We never did. But yeah, I think that's <laughs> maybe one of the ways they get around the open world is like, hey, that's once the you only reach, way I can think that they could. Once you reach 20, come back here for your battle. Once you reach 30, come back here for your battle. And then I, we, I was thinking of it more in depth of, I don't know if anyone played Pokemon Tournament, but there's... Um, when you're when there's a an arena in Pokemon tournament where it is in like a city and mm -hmm. people and you can see a bunch of people in Pokemon crowded around and they're watching you battle uh. Uh, in the square and that gave me the same vibes of like how gotcha. Galar has the stadiums of people watching you but like now you're in the square where all the gym battles happen and like the people right. in the city are watching which I think is a very Spain thing if you think of like the bull mm. racing kind mm. of thing that's true yeah and like the the matador stuff 
Yeah. That's my Spain knowledge. They have bulls there. <laughs> that's about all I know, too, for the most part. <laughs> but I do, I, I think it's it, it's got to be either that or, like, the gatekeeping thing where you get to a gym and they're like, oh, you're not ready for this yet. Or they adjust the levels. Those are, like, the three options I think that they would have to do for, I mean, they can get creative, but those are the only three things I can think of for them yeah. making it open world and still having the gym system. Which, who but knows, kinda, maybe it'll be a, a Lola system where we don't even have gym battles. It's like a trial system. Who knows? Yeah. And they kind of did that in Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Like, you can't battle Erica without having 30 Pokemon in your Pokedex. True, true. I forgot about that. Because I know in the original Red, Blue, and Yellow, it was just like, oh, cho- kind of choose your adventure. Like, that's what people were like, oh, you know, you can go any direction. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, well, thank you for coming back up. I was mad at you, Cappy, because you said Hasuian Meowth. I was all in. No Hasuian Meowth. I'm I'm so sorry. Maybe though. Well, actually, I was going to say maybe there's a new Meowth for this, but they've already shown Cantonian Meowth in the trailer. So, plus they're not going to do another cat. Like we got Grass Cat. I should put together a cat team though. I've contemplated. I thought about that today. Actually, I was like, if they put all the cat Pokemon in this game, maybe like second run through, I'll just pick all the cats. It's Meowth, <laughs> Litten. <laughs> Three Meowths, Litten, and <laughs> Sprigatito. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for popping up. Of course, of course. How do I exit, or do you just kick me out? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, that, you figured it out. <laughs> I don't know how this works. We've only done this like seven times. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello. Hello. I'm Matt Crow 24 I use he, him pronouns. And I had something to say about the Meowth thing. So, um, in, what was it, Alola? Um, there was a Cantona Meowth at your mom's house. So maybe they're, like, messing with us, and, like, there is still going to be a regional Meowth. We can only hope. We can only hope. <laughs> I know there was a Hisuian, but, like, we had Growlithe. I guess similar-ish. But I want to know, Steve, what do you think the final evolution starter types are going to be? Oh, wait, you came up here to ask me a question? <laughs> yeah, I want to ask you a question. I would like to see the duck be water fighting, which I think we Agreed. only have an Urshifu. Um, and I don't mind the like uh what was uh, was it what is the triangle with fighting? It's like dark, ghost and well, I guess there's multiple triangles in that sense, but like yeah, yeah. seeing the uh I could see the grass being dark I could also see it being fairy. I, I'm pretty indifferent in that. And then I, I do like the theories of the pepper alligator thing being ghost because of ghost peppers. Yeah. Um, I did see a theory of it being like fire grass. I don't know if they would go that extreme. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I don't I, think they want to mess with the elemental triangle thing. Like doing like having a grass fire or water fire thing. I don't think they want to do that. Fighting dark grass is is a uh, is a triangle, so that would lead the the ghost pepper to be dark, and then the grass to be psychic. We have a grass psychic, probably. That's such a bad typing, like Celebi. Yeah, Celebi. Such a bad typing. Bug, <laughs> fire, dark, ghost, flying, ice. <laughs> Literally every type. Yeah, I want to see grass for sure. I really like that typing. Uh, or grass right. steel. Ferrothorn. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, or like, yeah, it's like, because I could see it being grass steel, like it involving like saber tooth tiger kind of cat thing. I've seen that one online. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want, I don't know if they'll do like, because, you know, they did the fake out with Rowlet where it was grass flying and then it became grass ghost. Like, are they going to do another flying type fake out or are they going to stick to the flying? I don't know. Yeah, I could see them doing that with the duck, like the middle evolution flying or water flying and then the final evolution being something else it's just like they cannot do another flying a water flying pokemon right but they've never done a starters water flying ah yeah it's true (laughs) (laughs) you know very true so yeah they always the water type ones are always they always come up with the coolest type things like water steel water dark like I don't know. I don't want to see another basic, like, just pure water type again. Like, we've already had Blastoise, Feraligator, Samurai. Uh, what was the last generation? Italian. Um, yeah, Italian. Like, oh, and if we get another pure water type, I'm going to ride Blastoise. It. <laughs> yeah, team, but Quaxley Clan for sure. Like, it would take a lot for me to not pick Quaxley. Okay, all right. What about your thoughts on the region being in Spain? I think that's cool. Um, I hope there's some tie-in with uh, Ka- Kalos somehow, Kalos, because they're so close. Or even with um, uh, Galar, I think that would be cool. But um, I really want to see the stadium thing come back. That was so cool, like where you got to pick your jersey number, and like there was these huge battles. Like, I don't even necessarily need Dynamax, but like I don't want that to go away. Like that was such a cool change to the series. I think there's something. Uh, what's the word? Immersive about having people watch this big challenge you're about to do. Yes. And like the gym puzzles at the bottom were so meh. So maybe better gym puzzles, but um, the the actual gym battles are so, I just, I like, they're so like, they look so good on TV and uh, yeah, like they're just really fun and like, really immersive so i don't want to lose that so if we keep they keep anything from galler i want that um but, and i have no idea for a gimmick either like megas or what um i really have no idea what they're gonna do but here's hoping to something cool something that <laughs> people don't complain about <laughs> awesome well thank you for popping up i appreciate it thank you thank you okay can we hear me now we can hello Hello, um, I am Jetson, uh, he, they pronouns, and I'm here to make enemies. Okay, all right. Um, um, with me or with, <laughs> with somebody else? Uh, probably all of chat or all of group, however we're wording the people that are listening in. Um, I am not into any of the starters. I think oh. they are one of, in my opinion, obviously, uh, worst creations. They just seem kind of, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not into it. And I'm also like a final evil guy. That's what really helps me kind of decide things. But just at the first glance and looking over it multiple times, I, like, I'm not attracted to, not attracted, that's probably a bad word. Um, I am not invested in any of them right now. So that's my first kind of go about within this. Um, if anything, I feel like Sprigatito is probably going to be my pick because following the whole theory stuff, I am into the idea of the grass fairy and what that can look like out of the theory, the lore of the, um, 
the knight as Quaxley, the dragon as Fuecoco, and Sprigatito as like the princess kind of vibes. It's been like that theory floating around, so I'm into that. Hopefully Sprigatito can pull me in enough, but as of right now, I am not really into any of the starters. Um, I'm also can I can I ask if you felt yeah, that way yeah. with uh with Galar or with Alola or with Kalos? Nope, I knew who I was choosing, and I want to say every other generation. Sobble, okay. hands down. Uh, Poplio, hands down. Uh, Froki, hands down. Water theme, obviously, going on there. Um, but yeah, I always pretty much knew who I wanted as my starter uh, going into each generation. Um, also here to make enemies with the, uh, with you Meowth fans here. <laughs> um, I am not into the idea of another, I'm almost kind of over the regional variants, unless the regional variants have an evolution. So like Meowth into Berserker was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Sneasel into Sneasler, amazing. I don't need another round face cat Persian, like blowing up my thing in a, Whatever region this is going to be called. Well, what about Alolan Nine Tails? Isn't that a is a fox a feline? That's probably the stupidest question <laughs> I've asked in my life. I guess so. I don't know. No, but see, we've already had it. We've already had it. Like, I, and I definitely don't want duplicates. Like, if there are going to be regional variants and their evolutions will also be that same name, but as a regional variant, I don't want ones that have already been repeated. I want to see other new things. Like, it was a good twist. It's worked, obviously. Um, but I just want to see what else they can do, like what other love they can give to other Pokemon that need love. Meowth has gotten its love now for two times in a row. Or yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's good. I think we're good with that. So it's not trying to, I feel like they're trying to make Meowth like the new Eevee <laughs> in a, in a weird sense. Um, with obviously not different evolutions, but the different typings and the changes that I don't want to see another Meowth <laughs> that is variant predictions. Uh, because I am a man of pattern. Granted, this breaks the pattern. I do want to see another Eevee evolution. Eeveelution. Um, I really hope that they just do something. Because I just love Eevee. And they left us hanging in Gen 8. Off of the pattern. So they need to make up for it now. And this is their time to make me feel better about myself and my life. I don't know what that typing would be based off of this region. Um, I would assume, like, I don't know. I would think, like. Rock might be one of them, like depending on how many they could possibly do. I would like to see like a rock one for evolution. Um, and then going into this region, I'm really excited. I have zero knowledge. Like, I should probably know that there are bulls in Spain, but that's still probably a surprising fact in my life. So <laughs> the fact that I don't know anything about um, that area, I am very excited to see what they will tie in. Like, one of my favorite things about Sun and Moon is the fact that they use, like, Alola as, like, their Aloha. So I love to just see those little pieces kind of put together overall um, to really show that they are giving appropriate uh, and validating statements to to the region that they're choosing from, you know? And that they're not kind of, I don't know if whitewashing is the right word, but I think you know what I mean by it. But they're not just kind of taking it over in a way. So I am excited mm. to kind of see what yeah. they're going to bring into that. And just really excited to see how they are going to make being an open world concept. Because, again, this is with no knowledge of Spain. But 
I feel like Spain has like really like enclosed spaces, like very neighborhoody or, you know, stuff of that nature. So I'm curious to see like what the open worldness of it is going to look like in regards to, you know, not saying that they're going to have wild areas, but in those kind of parts of the game, like what that's going to look like and what those are going to be based off of. I'm really excited to kind of see that whole, that whole thing come about. Yeah, I, I'll also be one to admit I know nothing about Spain as well. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know where Seville was until like three weeks ago. I didn't even know Seville was a place. I didn't even know how to yeah, say Seville. I am right there with you as of literally right now. I hey, don't know what any of that means. <laughs> but there is a GoFest tour there, so hey, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel like that is kind of where I am standing right now on this gen. I am still excited. I'm always just going to be excited as an avid Pokemon player. But just so far what they showed, um, it didn't spark anything just yet. Got it. Well, I appreciate the honesty. Of course. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Well, thank you for popping right. up. We'll get somebody else up here. That was Thanks for weird. having me. Yeah, thank you. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Hi, Cappy's back. I'll I'll uh I'll kill you some time while we figure out who wants to go next because seems like there's some people on the fence. Um, I just had a couple of thoughts that I thought of, kind of a little rebuttal as a as a Meowth fan <laughs> to that la- to that last one. Sure. Well, first be- before that, I I thought when I when I went away from the last one that I should have mentioned that um this isn't really a hot take. It's more of a cold take because like I've seen most people on this side of the fence. But uh, Sprigatito's paws should remain all on the ground through all through all of its forms. Um, <laughs> I do I do not want another bipedal cat, unless. And this is where I agree with uh, the person before me that I do agree that I don't think I want another Persian. Uh, I did not. I, I loved. Well, I didn't even say I loved Alolan Meowth. I liked Alolan Meowth, but Alolan Persian was not my favorite design. I think they could have done something that wasn't as Garfield-looking. I just, liked Alolan it, Persian only because I had a cat that was very similar to what Alolan Persian looked like. I gotcha. See, I, I have a problem with... I think I Here's my problem with some of... It's, actually, it's a problem with a lot of the cats they've created in the past couple of generations. Because even I had a problem with Litten, with the way its eyes are. Like when it closes its eyes, only its pupils like turn into like those half circles, and it, like that just was like a turnoff for me. Even though I like love cats, I was like, why are its eyes not like? Why is it so cartoonish? I guess, <laughs> which is weird because they are all cartoons, like they're all animated creatures. But like, you know, like Meowth had a had a certain feel of like this could be a real. This is how a real cat's eyes would look. This is how they would operate. And I know that you shouldn't really tie that into the fantasy realm, but there's something about it just is like, uh, and like, that was a problem with like the Alolan Meowth and uh, Persian for me was like, this is like, they took Garfield characters and threw them into the Pokemon world. And like, normally I'm like all on board with most of the designs they come out with. Like, and I could get, I could get how you like people would have, you know, some sort of charm towards uh, Meowth and Persian from Alola. Cause they are like, they're kind of like like if you love derpy Pokemon or like Pokemon that look like kind of stupid, I could kind of see that appeal. Like the people who love Slowpoke and Psyduck and like traditionally Pokemon that you're just like, wow, this is stupid. I love it. Like I, I can get I can get that charm, but I definitely liked the route they went with Galarian Meowth and Perserker. Don't like that the part that looks like it's Galarian Meowth's body is actually just a beard. That part was like, 
But like, just looking at it from the front, <laughs> I like Larian Meowth, and I like that they went with an alternate evolution instead of just doing like another Persian. And I think that's probably why they did two in a row, because they were like, all right, we're going to do another Meowth, but we're going to make it, you know, evolve into something that's not just another Persian. <laughs> like, they gave, I, it, they, they gave it something unique. I, I do want to challenge the whole, like, uh, the, the cat being four legs moving to two legs, because we did get that with Incineroar, but there are plenty of cats in Pokemon games oh, that no, stay I, on four legs. I, I, I should have clarified, like, starter, which, I mean, we've only had one, which is, <laughs> I was just saying, I, I don't want another one of those, you know, like, and I feel like they've just, like, the past, since Gen 6, all of the final evolutions, for the most part, have been bipedal, and, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not one of those people that, like, hates humanoid Pokemon, like, I'm fine with humanoid Pokemon, some of them are really cool, like, I love Machamp, the Hitmon lines are great, but, like, I guess for me, I have an issue with, like, the... <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but the furry Pokemon. Like, I don't I don't need it to be bestial except for its frame. And I mean, those Pokemon are fine, but when it's all of them, it's kind of kind of gets old. You know, it's like, why does everything have to end up on two legs? Like, why can't I just have, you know, a big four-legged cat that can tear into my opponent? <laughs> uh, we did. It was called Pyroar. No one cared about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... All right. <laughs> I know, I know. I just think about that. <laughs> I like, I liked Pyroar. I don't like that it was part normal because it added weaknesses to it. And I mean, Ghost isn't that prevalent that the resistance really did that much for it. Um, I, I do like the Pyroars, both of them. They even gave Lysander it. That's like his signature Pokemon or whatever. Yeah, that and um, uh, Mega Gyarados. Yeah, which I thought were very fitting him they both you know kind of look like him a little bit <laughs> i feel like most people and maybe i'm i'm uh over uh, maybe i don't know but i feel like if the cat evolved into like a puss in boots character i feel like that would be very fitting for the region and for sure I'd but that would that. I, I i don't know how many people would be upset though i mean they'll probably still use the like two leg excuse but i do think that would be actually appropriate and I could see, like, the princess. I didn't think about the princess knight dragon thing. That's kind of cool. I'd kind of be down for that. I did see someone say that it should have three legs on the ground and just, like, one big arm just to, like, spite everyone. <laughs> 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 but that's that's pretty much all I had to say. Okay. No, I loved your input. Thank you for coming back up. Of course. Let's see if someone else wants to come up. Bye, y'all. So, uh, if no one else was going to come back up, I at least wanted to come back as I was the only person to not give my pronouns, he, him. Um, but also just to say that uh, Jet was coming in really hot. It feels like uh, <laughs> um, he came specifically to make enemies as if, like, enemies have a certain totem on his, like, friendship uh, pyre. Like, you have a specific place in the halls of Valhalla. Like, the enemies is something that Jet takes very seriously. Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but uh, it seemed very premeditated to come in and uh, say such slander about Gen 9. Not that I disagree with it, but he definitely came in uh, <laughs> hot. You know, to be um, fair, somebody, somebody has to be the jaded Pokemon fan, so there they were. Yeah, yeah, and he took his <laughs> responsibility very seriously. Hello. Hello. 
Hi, so this is Little Unknown. I kind of wrote out a little bit of thoughts, but I feel like everyone pretty much said what I was going to say already. Um, but I do like the starters. I am all for Sprigaguito, the grass cat, but kind of need to see the final evolutions before making a decision. I do like the region is based on Spain and Portugal. Um, I'm excited about open world, and I'm hoping that they'll let the language be in Portuguese since they are taking the region to like the Spain Portugal area. Yeah, I hope so. I feel like that would be uh that would be something they would probably announce. To me that would be like a summer announcement or like near a, like a nationals or a world that would get people very excited or just uh, have like press pick it up and be like they're adding more languages. That always seems to make like a pretty big splash. Yeah, and one thing that I do remember from Kalos is that the uh Professor Sycamore spoke a little bit of French. So I'm kind of hoping that either the professor or the NPCs will speak some Spanish or Portuguese, because I think mm. that would be kind of cool. Have you played Pokemon Masters? I have. Because <laughs> that professor talks in, I think she just like says hello or goodbye in a bunch of languages, I think. Yeah, she does. Um, I'm also hoping, too, with the uh, playable characters, they, they don't exactly look... Spanish. I'm kind of hoping to see a little bit of a uh, variety there. It would be kind of cool to play as a character who kind of looks like me in a way. Mm, yeah, that's very yeah, important. I feel that. Yeah, because uh, usually it's like I'm either too washed out or I'm too dark. I'd like something in between. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, hopefully Game Freak realizes there's more than four skin colors. <laughs> yes. But I am excited to see what they do with, like, the open world and uh, Spain. I haven't been to Spain or Portugal, but I have family there, so it'd be kind of cool. Oh, you gotta get us the details. You gotta let us know how many bulls are actually running around on the streets. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, maybe a regional Tauros. That'd be kind of cool. Or, like, hopefully they do something with the running of the bulls. Yeah, yeah. I... Like I said, like I said earlier, I don't really know anything about Spain besides a couple city names, and that's it. Yeah. So hopefully they'll incorporate more of like the Spanish culture into the game because that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Okay, so you, you talked about starters. You talked about region. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, thank you for popping up. It was good to hear your voice again. Yeah. No problem. Hello again. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that is actually something that I forgot to mention too when I was up that little unknown was saying, um, with the characters too. I, I really am hoping for more customization than what they have given us in the previous games. Cause like in trailers, like especially with Arceus, I was like, this looks amazing. Like, it seems like there's going to be so many different customizations to do for the character. And then in actuality, it seemed a little lackluster. Mm, so, I agree with you. Yeah. So I'm hoping the customization, like, changes. Same with Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, which we already know what that is all about anyways. Um, where it just, it, it, it seemed like they were trying to portray more than what they actually had for the game. So I am hoping for more. I am almost hoping 
with them kind of diving into the open world, because this is at least the theme that I see, is like with open world games, um, speaking like Elden Ring, I almost kind of want like a customization like that intense, like change the face, change the eye colors, change the width of the eye. Like I almost wanted to get there. I don't know if like this would be the game for it necessarily or the generation for it right now. But that's really what I'm wanting. I want to like have like a, you know, a weird marking, like not a scar, because obviously not only adults play this game and even though kids are probably playing Elden Ring as well, but I just kind of want more of that customization to really make the character look more like me and not me have to take a already made face and then just choose the skin tone that best represents me. Yeah, I, w- I would, I would agree with you that legends felt like they showed so much customization and then you opened it and you're like oh it's just the same suit there's just 30 colors of the same suit and exactly not great but i would say like um x and y had great customization sun and moon had even more great customization and then sword and shield i think had a lot of really really great customization so hopefully this is just another step of even more stuff to customize. Uh, I do like how like the, the the trainers look, and I do like the the color palette they've shown so far. So that's that makes me hopeful. Yes, and we can all just hope and pray for more customized socks, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Since there's, there's only two socks. pairs of socks in Pogo, we need all the socks. <laughs> Although Unite is is swimming in socks. They are. They definitely are. Actually, I would say uh, Unite has really good clothing options um i think so too they're they're more oh sorry (laughs) yeah they're like they're just not like different hood like hoodies or different shirts like they're they Mm -hmm. do have like frill to them or or they're just not color swaps like like uh, arceus like there's actually different materials and designs they've used for all the clothing in that game which is really cool yes yes uh, one final thought question for you. What would you, if this game is to have a gimmick, what would you want like this gimmick to be? Have you thought about that at all? Uh, I have, and I don't think I have thought of a good gimmick that I would like or that I would be interested in. Um, which, like, what black and white was was like triple battles and rotation battles, and I guess a little bit of the gem stuff, but they didn't really advertise the gem stuff. That was more like pure competitive. And then X and Y was megas, and then Sun and Moon was Z moves, which probably mm-hmm. my least favorite out of all of those. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and then Galar was the Dynamax stuff. So I don't know i i could see them doing uh like um the only thing i could see and again i'm not that creative is like an expansion of the strong style agile style um but Mm. have like more consequences for that because like the using of extra pp wasn't like i don't think i ever ran out of pp when i was fighting anything (laughs) Um, right right and there was really never a penalty to strong style. There was never really a penalty to agile style. I guess maybe you could like slightly miss, but I I could see an expansion of that. But I don't know if that's like flashy enough to sell. Like the gimmick, like I, I think of the gimmick as in like what would look really good in a trailer and get people excited. And I guess you could argue what triple if- triple battles 
is is something that you see right away and you're like oh three versus three like i get that or oh big pokemon i get that i don't know if i don't think strong style agile style was flashy enough so i've thought about uh thought about this a little bit too and i have kind of been on the same page where i want to see strong and agile style but just like a little bit better the only thing i can come up with though and i just don't know if this like really if this like really work or if it would make sense it actually doesn't make sense when you think about very specific moves but what if like changing it from like stronger style changed the typing of the move mm. so thunder shock becomes for whatever reason fire shock you know something like that like if it changed that i to me it almost i feel like it would really shake things up vgc um just like how dynamax has how z moves have and how megas have it's the only thing I could like really kind of come up with. I just don't know if that's like really viable in regards to that. But I think it would Here, be kind of cool if it kind of changed up something. Because you're right, Arceus was also lackluster um, in the sense of how they were trying to implement that. This this is a huge stretch, but again, I think I think uh, I think it has to be marketed in a way where you can show it in a trailer, and then people are like, "Oh, that looks cool," right? Like uh, Wolf Glick did a really good video on how like five moves would they pro- would, probably would never do that because um, one you can't really advertise that in a trailer of like, "Oh, your Pokemon have five moves now." Like, I, like I can't, like somebody's mm. not gonna somebody's out on the fence being like, "I don't, I don't know, those four moves are really holding me back. I wish I had a fifth move." Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have to have something flashy enough where somebody wants to pick it up and like play through the game, but then you also have it have to have it somewhat in depth where like. It has that replayability, or it makes that region special. And True. there was again, this is a stretch. There was an interview. Um, I think it was with Masuda. Uh, it, this was well before Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, and he talked about how they were very scared. Oh, it was around the time of Smash Brothers, and but which Smash Brothers? I'm not sure. I'm sorry, but it was related to Smash Brothers. They talked about how they were really scared of putting Pikachu in costumes. Uh, or like putting like a hat on Pikachu because younger kids couldn't tell that it was Pikachu anymore. And there's actually been studies on this and I've actually seen it firsthand where, um, like I, I would show like my nephew, like a Pikachu, he'd be and I'd be like, who is this? And he'd be like, Pikachu. And then I'd show him like a Pikachu with a party hat and I'd be like, who is this? And he'd be like, I don't know, even though it's just a Pikachu with a party hat, but that's like really small kids. But now that we've seen unite and we've seen pokemon in costumes obviously they've Mm -hmm. they're they're very lenient with that so if there were specific outfits that you could equip on your pokemon like an assault vest or like a choice scarf but it actually changed and you could see it in battle so there would be these better more advanced held items that your pokemon can wear that would change their physical appearance in battle and that i feel like would be flashy enough where people would be like oh i want to use the pikachu in the cowboy outfit that looks cool in battle and they kind of did that with cosplay pikachu but like to all pokemon that are available in the game (laughs) i'm super into that idea i really like that idea it would be very nice to see if they are able to make something of that actually happen that would be very i yeah like you said like that would be a very good selling point that would definitely get me more hooked on to what this game is trying to sell. Yeah, pretty much player customization for Pokemon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right, well, that's all I had, so thank you again for having me up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else? Otherwise, we'll do a final call here. No worries if you don't want to come up. I appreciate everyone tuning in. I like our little... They feel like 
I feel like we're at like summer camp, sitting around like a campfire, chit chatting, and then, but in audio form, and then I send it off to, for four hundred plus people to listen to on Patreon. <laughs> Fireside chats. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you're listen, if you were listening live, thank you. Uh, you heard all the awkward pauses in between. If you're listening on Patreon, thank you so much for listening on page, uh, through Patreon. Thank you for supporting on Patreon. Sorry, there were a couple non-bonus episodes over the game releases. But hey, I think we made up with it with like bonus episodes of Legends and the series for Diamond and Pearl. So um, thank you for the support. Thank you to everyone who came up uh, to talk. I know sometimes it's very nerve-wracking to talk and you're always like curious what people think. But I promise you, I've never gotten a negative thing. Uh, from this community about uh, the community members who come up and talk. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.